Hello and welcome to the Revenge of the Drive-In commentary track for Stuart Gordon's Reanimator. I'm back at school now, and this is the ultimate, like, get motivated for the cutthroat life that is graduate school movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. The makeup and special effects in this are just perfect. Oh, it's great. I mean, they're not perfect, but <laughs> it's amazing. No, this is, um, there might be more than one person because a lot of these movies... A lot of these like big effects, practical effects horror movies in the 80s and stuff were really collaborative. Like uh, famously, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, the scene where Freddy dies in mm-hmm. that had like six or seven different special effects artists, like big names, big names as far as horror special effects artists go, like working on that. This, I believe, is J- John Carl Beekler's definitely among... Definitely working on this. And I think maybe Screaming Mad George also. I could be wrong about him. I know he worked on From Beyond. Screaming Mad George special, specializes in, like, bugs, bug creatures and stuff like that. And there's not really that going on here. But No, I... But John Carl Beekler specializes in just gruesome death, I think. Also, also little puppet creatures, because he did the ghoulies. <laughs> oh, of ghoulies fame, yes. He uh, apparently, at the first screening, he was sitting next to his wife, and after that giving head scene, she got up and said, "I can't believe you've done that." And she just and probably and she left, (laughs) and she never came home. Apparently, so wow, yeah, that's incredible. That uh, also, I mean, if you're if you're David Gale, if you're that actor. I can't imagine you didn't mention that that scene was in the movie. I know, right? I know. You know? Like, like you'd think, because I don't know David Gale's background, but, you know, he's not like a Linnea Quigley who, like, they're always in these, like, crazy, stupid movies or something. Like, like he probably did, like, a lot of normal stuff, and you'd think he'd be, like, one night at dinner, like, hey, honey, this movie I'm making is a little bit different from everything else that I've done. There's This scene is in it. You'd, you'd think like you just wouldn't shut up about it because it would just be amazing. And I understand if it's like a little uncomfortable, especially talking to the wife, but yeah, I, I, I can't imagine that didn't come up. Yeah, it's, it's surprising, actually. <laughs> like, maybe he just didn't want to terrify his wife or, or something. But then, then you think he would have the good sense to say, hey, honey, maybe don't see this movie. You wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, don't come with me to the screening. I like how authentic these scenes like this actually feel because we eventually get, like, comical bloodletting. And I like scenes like this feel very just grounded and, and disgusting. you know, procedural. <laughs> and and disgusting, yeah. But I mean, it's disgusting later, but it's disgusting in like a funny way or like an over the top way. That something over the top about this. It's just nasty. You know, and again, this is where the makeup really shines in the movie. You know, like sure. this looks like a real scalp that somebody's pulling off somebody. As somebody who has seen lots of descalped people in morgues, I can confirm okay. that this does look real. <laughs> All right. I used to work with a girl who was going to Queens for med school. And uh, I, I'd said to her, you know, do you work around like lots of dead bodies? And she goes, yeah, we always take pictures of their penises when they're laying there. What? Like, what? 
Then I thought, you know, the, the next generation of doctors, like Patrick, like our... That person's on a watch list somewhere, they are, right? right? Well, and it was a woman. I was going to make a joke because you and, said they were uh, going to Queens, and I'm, like, well, and I'm like, oh, yeah, of course they've seen a lot of dead people. They live in Northern Ireland. It's a ter- <laughs> terrorist joke. Queens University, Belfast. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> You're an idiot. I love whenever that liquid is on screen. It's just, it's just so interesting to watch. Exactly. I agree. Looks delicious. Oh, it looks it looks like a lemon lime Gatorade. Yeah, yeah, I, you're right. I should I should be drinking um, lemon lime Gatorade or Mountain Dew, you know, something kind of greenish if to you... celebrate today. But um, instead, I'm just drinking an Iron Brew, <laughs> which, to be fair, probably tastes a little bit like glow stick liquid. I bet it's kind of disgusting. I bet it does. Since audition, you had really gotten into Japanese stuff, and, and I think I said, like, oh, God, please tell me that doesn't mean you're into anime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, truth be told, I've only seen two, uh, what are they called? Um, Shows? Yeah, yeah, we called that. one. Yeah, is, but one of them you said was, like, a thousand episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's the entire Are they, like, two-minute episodes? Yeah, they're great. No, they're, like, 22-minute episodes. How do you watch a thousand of them? I can't even imagine that. About five a day since September. <laughs> oh, my God. And you work more than one job? I, I do, yeah. God, no wonder you want to work with dead people. That's a, that's a <laughs> relief compared to your life of anime. No, it's great. And then, I, dude, I'm, t- I'm telling you, Patrick, there's a great show, Attack on Titan. You got to watch of an it. episode, at least the first episode. And then you'll want to watch the second episode. It's a great television show i refuse <laughs> no and, and and i guess i guess what i i, I understand love, the confusion I too because I, by the way oh yeah of course um i understand the confusion because i have said you know as an adult i have no interest in interest in watching anything that's animated which is you know i i stand by that but that having been said so, so there's there's two barriers from getting me to watch attack on titans there's a perverts <laughs> and there's B, I'm an adult. Okay, well, A doesn't really apply because they don't really sexualize anybody That's what you say. No, seriously. That's seriously. what you say. Seriously. I've seen every episode that, that's out right now. And and that's the part where I fully admit that this is a largely flawed stance that I have, but I do know there's <laughs> enough perverted shit out there in anime. I understand yeah. it's not all perverts. But I understand every... Listen, let's put it this way. Not all anime is for perverts, but all perverts are into anime. Listen, Patrick. Think about it. <laughs> That's really funny. But I also want to point Anthony out... Anthony Weiner, big-time anime guy, guarantee it. Listen, listen, I want to point out, buddy, you're talking about how perverted anime is or, like, how perverts are into anime, but you wanted yes. to do... The latter is more true than, than the former. Yeah. Excuse me. But you wanted to do a commentary track on... Uh, I know. The Listen, there's there's the inconsistencies in my in own philosophy. <laughs> I'm an unreliable narrator, baby. I can watch something. Or is it just is it just where a severed head makes gives, you uncomfortable? Whereas I can I can watch something where a severed head uh, gives head and say this is not this film is not made for perverts. Yeah, but if an animated this woman is made for fully fans clothed, of true cinema. Yeah, but if an animated woman fully clothed fights these giant people like creatures you're like oh it's for perverts it's so perverted it is well that's actually that actually brings up something i want to talk about though with this movie specifically but reanimator it's a charles band film it's i don't i I didn't see his name in the credits i know richard band does the score so richard band is the guy 
ripping off Bernard Herrmann. Um, Richard Band's brother, Charles Charles Band. I think he he was an uncredited producer on a bunch of movies. I think this Ghoulies. I think he was credited on Ghoulies, but a lot of movies. The average Charles Band film is utter trash. <laughs> I, I don't deny that. Yeah, okay, it is yeah. garbage. Yeah. And yet a movie like this, which features a lot of the things that are in the movies that are terrible, is genuinely good. How does that yeah. happen? And and how and 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 uh, one step further, how does a movie like this kind of go on to receive critical acclaim when it's just horrifyingly gory and over the top? Like how do like critics, a lot of critics view this as like a classic film? I'm not saying they view it as like a you know the equivalent of Casablanca, but like mm-hmm. this is a respected film. Well, you know what? I think... It's kind of crazy when you think about it because it has so much stuff that someone like like a snobby critic would hate. 